Hello, and welcome to this episode of Spheres of Influence. This is the podcast that is part commentary, part interview, and it's where we focus on those important spheres in our lives, religion, politics, and culture. My name is Dennis Sanders, and I'm your host. Well, tonight is uh, another commentary podcast, and um, I am still working on some interview podcasts. This one may be a bit shorter than usual. I don't know, but um, I wanted to share it. And it was something that was actually based on a tweet that I saw earlier this week, and it resonated with me. Um, and I just felt like it's something that needed to be shared. So Twitter is an interesting medium because usually it, it is the place of hot takes, um, usually a place where there's people are not necessarily the most friendly and um, sometimes you see some really crappy stuff. But every so often, Twitter can be good for something. And so I saw this tweet um, early this week. It was on Monday. It was from a fellow pastor. Um, and he who lives in Puerto Rico. And he wrote the following. I've had 28 pastor friends resign this year. Almost all of them are transitioning into a new vocation. What is occurring? He got answers by that. And as I was reading all of this, there was this sense of surprise. But I also felt like I agreed with him. I I knew why these people would have left their professions because, and I can understand, I understand why so many pastors right now are throwing in the towel and just giving up ministry. It was funny that when people responded, they all wanted to put some qualifier on the, um, his statement that maybe most of them were more, liberal um, Christians. But no, there were equal numbers of evangelicals and liberals. Well, maybe they were all probably white. No, again, a mixture of both persons of color and whites. No matter which, what kind of classification you can think of, it was a problem across all categories. This is something that is everyone is dealing with. We're hearing about it more now, especially in the time of COVID, because you know it it really reared its head. It, this was something that was going on, but it was private, and I think COVID put it all out in the open. And there are people already leaving the ministry. Um, before COVID, but I think COVID was an accelerant. Um, You know, there are a lot of things that pastors have to deal with. I think that there are a lot of things that are happening in our culture and that filters into our churches and that leaves clergy depressed and ignored. And sometimes if they try to reach out to higher-ups, 
they may not necessarily get listened to. So hearing all of this, I appreciated it because I can understand that they had it. They'd had enough. They just decided they needed to leave and they did. Now, I've been in ministry for almost 20 years. Um, Next year will be my 20th anniversary of my ordination. I'm still in ministry. I still pastor a congregation. But to be honest, I am basically hanging on. Now, to be honest, I have not given thought to leaving the ministry. That's at least not at this point. I still feel that this is worthwhile, but this past year has been difficult for me. And in fact, it has been rather depressing. It's hard because at times you feel that a lot of what you're doing, people don't really care. Um, You feel like you're doing all of this for nothing. And there's always this feeling that people may not really be interested in what you have to say. Maybe they're just not as interested in the faith as you thought, as you, as I thought they were. And it's also hard being a pastor of a very small congregation because when you're that small and someone's not there on a Sunday, it's felt. And so it's it's always frustrating because when I came on, I wanted to help this um, church grow. And it has always been, at least for me, a challenge to even get visitors to come to the church. And you get jealous when you hear those stories about some pastor that comes to a church with three members and, you know, five years later, it's a church of 2000. And, you know, that hasn't happened to me. And so you end up, I feel like a failure. And I know it's hard. You know, you want to welcome visitors, you do what you can, and they don't come back. Or there are those people that were here, were part of the church, and for whatever reason left. So I know and can understand why some people are just frustrated. People feel like the faith doesn't mean as much as it used to. It feels like no one really wants to belong to an institution as much as they want to be a consumer that can decide if this church fills them and feeds them for the certain amount of time until there's something else shiny and new down the street. So why do you think all of this is happening? And I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows why it's happening. I think some of this is of the result of larger issues that are taking place in our culture. I have probably shared this poll before, and it's from Pew. Um, they show that for the first time in maybe almost a century, the number of Americans that said that they went to church or belonged to a congregation um, dipped below 50%. 
from the basically from the late 1930s all the way through the late 1990s, that figure hovered around 70%. And then after two after two, the year 2000, things just went south. And now it's hovering around the upper 40s. That doesn't necessarily mean that we are less religious. It's just that we aren't necessarily worshiping God as much as we are worshiping other things. And sometimes one of those other things is, is politics. Um, I've shared this article before, but I hope that you can read. There's an article in The Atlantic by Shadi Hamid, and he talks a little bit about the fact how, as a culture, we're not as re- institutionally religious as we once were, but we are um, still religious. Um, politics has in some ways become a religion. And let's face it, in this day and age, the Holy Holy Spirit is not as sexy as Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders. Now there was it was interesting one of uh, the one of the responses from that tweet um, and the person who who um, wrote that tweet is his name is Dan White Jr. and the response was fascinating because I think he hit on a lot of the reasons why people are leaving the ministry and so he shared some of those reasons. The first he said was. They, there is just burnout. You know, people have worked themselves too hard and they're just kind of out of gas. The second reason is that pastors are finding themselves um, already in difficult situations. Maybe their church has had financial difficulties. Maybe there were other issues going on. But COVID basically was a straw that broke the camel's back. The third is that this anticipation of work shutting down and then trying to restart the church. And, you know, people have dealt, I've heard a lot of people complaining about that, you know, when some churches went back to in-person worship, maybe late last summer, there were people who were upset that they had to wear masks. Some people left their churches because they were wearing masks. It was just all kind of crazy. And then the final one, was that people were discouraged about how the people that they were serving didn't seem to care as much about following Jesus as compared to other voices. And I also can resonate with that. As I look back at even my own life, I feel this sense of discouragement now very strongly. And what's fascinating is that it was a marked difference from where I felt I was at a decade ago. A decade ago, I was serving a church um, not too far away from where I serve now. And um, I was serving a church in Minneapolis. And I remember writing this post about the fact that, you know, this isn't a big church, it's kind of a small church. But you know, there was hope and there were things that we could do um, to help our congregations. 
And, you know, I look at at that blog post from 2010, and it feels like it's written by a different person. Um, What happened in, in 2010 has changed has changed i mean those days seemed very sunny um where i am now is that i am far more anxious probably more discouraged and in some ways not feeling very hopeful that things will change you know one of the things about pastoring my congregation is I really would like to see this congregation grow and I fear that it won't. And it's not necessarily because of the people, but it's just, I don't know, just doesn't seem that it will grow. I hope I'm wrong, but it's kind of how I would feel. And doing some of the, the preparation for this, um, podcast, I stumbled upon um, an article about another article from Religion News Service about people leaving the the ministry. And there was a quote. Basically, it was they interviewed a person, a former pastor by the name of Jeff Weddle. And and he they had a link to his blog, um, which is called Failing Pastor. Um, And he kind of explains why last he left last year. He says, I resigned last year because in large part, the church is made up of people who really don't want God. And I don't want to be around that anymore. I don't know how else to say it. Today's church is not interested in hearing from the Lord. Why talk to walls anymore? I couldn't find a compelling reason, so I resigned. That's hard to hear. But I can understand that sense of wondering if people really take this seriously and maybe they don't. So the question is, what do you do? What do you do when you are feeling this way? And the only thing I can do as I was thinking about this, and I've also written this out is trying to be faithful And it's not about, none of this is um, what I'm trying to say is, is that if you do this, things will be better. But I think that as people of faith, it's trying to do some of the practices that we can do that can at least draw us near to God, whether that's a regular schedule of devotions. Um, Maybe it's trying to find a Bible study. I remember recently using a finger labyrinth to pray, and that was was helpful. I think that all of us as clergy are in the midst of a storm. And when you are in that storm, when it feels like God seems silent, it's important to maybe get into those those practices. Doesn't mean that things around you are going to change, but I think sometimes that can help you at least get through the storms. And doing all of that helps me to believe 
that God is faithful to me. And as I'm learning how to be faithful to God in the storms of life. Now, that's what I've done. And like I said, it's it's not a cure-all. I think it's just something that you do or try to do in these uncertain times. But I, I know that there are probably a lot of pastors that are in these storms and, and are ready to give up. And I can't really give you any advice except to tell you to be faithful in your own way. I can't tell you that you should or should not leave the profession. That is something that you have to come up with. Um, all I can tell you is what to do during those storms of life. And I think trying to keep in some of the practices can help. And I can't even tell you that I won't turn around and leave. I, I really pray that doesn't happen. I don't really feel that that's where I want to do right now. But I understand the discouragement because I feel it. All I can do right now is to be faithful in this position. All I know is that right now there are all of the, we, I feel like I'm in the midst and I think other pastors are in the midst of earthquakes and tornadoes. And we all have to trust that there is still a still small voice out there. And I hope that you, that for pastors who are struggling and that you will be able to hear that still small voice and that it will guide you and give you clarity and give you hope. And hope doesn't mean that you won't leave, but hope does mean that you aren't alone. It's not the end. That's kind of all that I can say about that. But if you are not clergy, if you are part of a, a congregation, I do ask one thing. I ask that you pray for your pastor. Because there are a lot of pastors that are dealing with a lot in their lives. And they probably won't tell you. But they are frustrated. They are discouraged. So please pray for them. And maybe it wouldn't hurt that you tell them that you're praying for them. Well, that is all for this week's episode. I do want to ask one more thing. If you have, are listening to this and have either contemplated leaving the ministry or have, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, send an email to the email address that's located in the show notes. And um, hopefully, maybe we can talk. Uh, maybe it, this might be um, a continuing conversation. Uh, I just like, would like to hear and to talk to you. Um, thank you for listening. And thank you for everyone who has left a review or a, a four or five star rating. That is helpful to getting this uh, podcast out to other people. 
And um, I also hope that you will consider subscribing. Makes it easier for you to find it. Makes it easier for you to listen to the next episode. And frankly, that also helps for me to have more subscribers. Uh, If you are interested, there is also a donation um, button that you can take part of. Again, you don't, um, if it's basically a free will offering. So if you would like to support um, what I'm doing, uh, feel free to do so. There is, again, a link in the show notes to um, how you can donate. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much um, for listening. Um, I hope to hear from some of you. And um, have a good rest of the week. Take care, everyone, and Godspeed.